Welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, the podcast where we head down the road of the supernatural and beyond. So sit back and hold on as we take a ride together to what lies in the unknown and beyond the veil. Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host, composer Christopher Jordan. Christopher composes instrumental music incorporating everything from frequencies from within the solar system to binaural beats and even brainwave frequencies. His soothing and calming music is designed to help listeners relax and each track is designed to be used as a tool for meditation and to help listeners reach deeper levels of relaxation and self-exploration. And now your host, Daniel Jackson with part one of Frequencies for Your Mind. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, Daniel Jackson. I'm your host. And uh, today we have Christopher Jordan. Uh, Christopher is a composer and he composes music that has to do with uh, with meditation. Is that correct, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. Binaural beats, brainwave frequencies, frequencies of the planets, all all kinds of things. Daniel. And how do you uh, how do you figure out? I mean, because when you're composing music, it's about composing sounds and com- and uh, coming up with melodies, those types of things. I get that. I was a drummer in a rock band for a while, mm. that, back when I had big hair and zebra striped spandex. But uh, but yeah, it wasn't pretty. But uh, <laughs> but I wasn't actually composing music all the time. Mm. I was just playing the drums. But you are a composer, so being a composer means that you're not just playing one instrument, and you have an you have an idea, you have a direction of which way this is going to go. Sometimes it does change in the middle of that. Sure. But um, how do you go about this? Well, I, I start off with the the binaural beat, and for those unfamiliar, at least the a lot of the music I do nowadays is for meditative purposes, for therapeutic purposes, right. things like That's that. What- that's what uh, I use to meditate is binaural beats. And and I incorporate binaural beats. I came came to the world of binaural beats probably about 25 years ago. Um early in college, late high school, I I highly got into the concept of subliminal marketing, subliminal psychology. Sure. Um it just fascinated me and that is when I first started finding out about brainwave frequencies about ways that brainwave frequencies had been researched and manipulated and sure. um, learned about lens field goggles the blue field and subtract any sound and after a while your brain just starts seeing geometric things and how your brain wants to generate these things um, and can readily generate them if you kind of start muscle responsing it you know the same way that if you if you train your biceps to lift a hundred pounds before you know it man you're you're bench pressing a lot you know and 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 your brain can do the same thing um it's really interesting it's a very flexible malleable muscle um that in addition to learning so much can also reflect information and respond to information when it's provided that uh there is a principle in physics called entrainment that binaural beats works off of. The The principle in physics is basically the fact of um, two things want to syncopate. If you take two pendulums and swing them opposite directions, they'll eventually sync up. Right. Then they'll fall out of sync, you know, same way if you're walking with a friend down a hallway. You'll eventually step on the same foot at the same time <laughs> and fall into sync and then fall out. 
Right. Your brain wants to do that. It's a relaxing thing, you know? Like, we, we actively, Daniel, probably run through a good 85% of our life in an autonomic state of existence. Sure. How, uh, I mean, if, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, our our bodies naturally breathe without us thinking about it. Even if you take an hour-long commute every day, how much of that hour do you remember Right. on your way home? You know, you right. probably remember the first five minutes and the last 10. The rest of it, uh, you're in a rote state of habit. You know where you're going. It's yes. no different than the muscular response of walking. Yes, uh, like in the same way where sometimes when you're driving and and you you're doing the same commute back and forth every single yeah. day and then sometimes you get to a point you're like i'm here already yeah yeah you you fall into a hypnotic state it's really strange and our our brains want to be in that state of free range um where things are taken care of and it's inside of a rote pattern you know um, do you think it's because we just we get to a point where we're we're letting go of everything else because we're we've we've gotten rid of all the uh, the uh, pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish stuff that was going in our mind, you know, an hour earlier when we were at work. But now we're yeah. we're at a state of relaxation, and it starts to go away. Yeah, I think I think that it is so much, Daniel, um, of what we are as people roots right to what we are as animals. Sure. Roots, roots right back to what this beautiful organ in our head has been developed to do, which is help us survive. You know, do you truly believe though it is is the brain itself because well, as, well, as, I mean, like the, when I when I see spirit or I talk to people about spirit and people say, you know, can I talk to my mom and dad or if I get some information or what like that, within them being spirit themselves they don't they don't have a body anymore they don't have they don't sleep, yeah. eat breathe they don't smell they don't have a brain well, anymore but they're still able to communicate so do, do you believe that that's part of the soul as well well i i believe that our intelligence most definitely i mean intelligence is the knowledge that we gain while we're alive that that right. carries along with us um right. the conversation that i have on my show and on most of these shows regularly is the one of vibration yeah and the fact of we are energy. We are vibration. That energy cannot be created or destroyed. It right. only changes form by the law of conservation of energy. Right. Um, as, as as I tell people, when you're uh, when you're getting that uh, that that wonderful song that's coming through, we all yeah. have that one song we listen to, and then you get you get the the goosebumps. But but I tell them that's not a nervous thing. That's your soul coming through. That's yeah. your soul, your vibration of your soul connecting with this, and yep. because you like it. Hey, I, 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 a shameless, shameless promotion for Pink Floyd here, Daniel. I will honestly <laughs> say Pink Floyd Division Bell. Uh, yeah, good song, People right? ask me, what, and yeah, why? Whole album like, was... what is it about that? Um, and I, I don't know, but it's like a warm hug to me. Yeah. And uh, you can just about be guaranteed if you step into this room before noon every day, you will probably hear it trailing <laughs> off or starting. Sure. Um, sure. I listen to it that album you... about once a day. It it gets and it's me... almost like a meditation for you, yeah. correct? It gets it, it gets me into my place. It right. just it helps me find a certain peace, a certain calm inside. 
Um, is your wife like that, or is she tired of my wife? Out? No, no, no. My wife is okay with Pink Floyd. I don't know okay. if I would have married anybody that wasn't okay with Pink Floyd, Daniel. Sure. Um, that's just such a huge part of my life musically. Yeah. <laughs> but but at the same token, um, she gets it and she understands that. She understands that it's like almost a part of my regin regimen. It's no different than waking up and doing morning prayer or meditation yeah. for me. You know, um, it is it is a ringing moment for me that sets my day in a certain way. Oh, um, I, and, I have a couple of songs that I I like whenever I hear them, like. Uh, uh, Carry on Wayward Son by Kansas, oh, yeah. or or Foreplay yeah. Long Time from Boston. Mm. That one just gets me in the mood. You know, I'm good. Oh yeah, especially as a drummer. Yeah. Um, and and uh, that's the thing. Our our brains want these comfort things. There's a reason yeah. why um, our senses carry us into so many different places, hold so many different things, and lock in parts of who we are. Daniel, uh, yeah. Our our sound, our, our smell. Um, all I need to do is smell roux cooking. And it's, it's like a bathe of memories from childhood, even if I'm the one who's cooking it. Sure. Um, and suddenly I'm not there. I'm literally transported somewhere. And it's pretty right. remarkable. Um, there, there was a recent study that was done showing that people who listen to heavy metal music regularly are more relaxed yeah. Than the average you person. You would think, but... but and, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny, though, because I was talking with somebody uh, in another interview just, just a while back, and they were into rock and roll. I mixed rock and roll and was a rock and roll live engineer for many, many years. Oh. And um, it was funny. There was always this deep sigh feeling, like collective release at the end of a night of heavy metal at the club, as opposed to like, you know, the, the continuous joy that was in the room on grateful dead night. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, there yeah. may have been some angst, there may have been some, uh, but it was all directed for a specific reason. Right. And it was let go of. Right. It wasn't held on to, it wasn't harbored. You were there to let it go. Yes. You um, were there to let it and go. that's you... pretty therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, you, you 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 take away all the everything else yeah. that's going on in the world well, on that day, and and you you relax them by yeah. them being uh, joyful by what they're listening to, and that's maybe it. some of them are out there banging their heads and doing whatever. But again, they're they're not paying attention to what their day was when they got to an argument with their boss. Now they're just that's right. Let that go, and this is something that's it's bringing them to a different state of what we would call a different state of mind. Well, yeah, and absolutely no, no different than, I mean, one person achieves their prana and, and their oneness and Zen in a state of Lotus pose, Daniel. Yeah. Another achieves it in a state of hyperstatic union through hyperactive spinning and whirling dervish dancing. Sure. You know, they both reach the same state of ecstatic. Right. They both reach the same state of enlightenment through totally opposite practice. Yeah. yeah. It, mo it moves people differently. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we, we as people, um, it's, it's interesting. I think that our society, as we have moved faster, Daniel, we have yeah. forgotten yeah. the fact that we are vibrational beings, that when we walk into a room, we, 
we bring a vibration with us. Like right. there, there is a sense of accountability to that when right. you stop and think about it. And some of um, us pick up on other vibrations around us. Absolutely. Like you, you were a medium. And the other day when we had a chance to talk in our pre-interview conversation, um, I was talking about how I'm, I'm an emotive, you know, like I can, I guess empath is the best yes. way to put it. Empath um, is, is it. And, and of course, people have asked me for years, like, didn't that bother you working in rock and roll, working in clubs, even now working in live events, 10, 20,000 people in attendance. Um, when I'm working, my blinders are on. Right. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah. And I mean, hey, that that horse on a carriage can pull like 20 people down right. a down a street with trucks and 18 wheelers and all kinds of things. Um, you take that same horse down the same street with the same load without the blinders, right? And and, <laughs> and enjoy the ride. The tracks. Yeah. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. Um, it may be a little bumpy. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be bucking you. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and it's it's hard for us to slow down. It's hard for us to slow down on yes. purpose, Daniel, and to and to find the time to really not just switch our brains off, but switch our brains on to right. the frequencies that help us. Yep. You hit it on the nail because people don't want to take the time to do it. They think they don't have enough time in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, it really, and now granted folks, I will tell you right now, um, don't listen to this music while you're driving down the road. Please. Oh, binaural beats? Yeah. Please. I don't recommend that whatsoever. Yeah, don't don't try it in a time saving manner of like, oh, I'm no. gonna go I'm gonna go audiobook on this and listen to it in my traffic ride. Like yeah. you may very well fall asleep in the middle of your driving. Yeah. I um, mean if you're if you got a couple hours to kill because you're <laughs> waiting to get in to see your doctor, maybe it's time to listen then, but you know. Well, uh, like, something like that. I, I tend to listen as I go to sleep. Um, sure. Many, many years ago, I, I got rid of a television in my bedroom. And yeah. uh, here and there, what what I have in my room now is therapeutic music. I, yeah. It is always on. It's always playing. There is always some sort of low-tone frequency therapy going yeah. on in my bedroom. Yeah, whenever, I tell, whenever people ask me about meditating... Mm. I tell them now that what I do, I went to a massage one time and she put on this music. And as soon as I closed my eyes, I was in like that quick. And, and when I'm in meditation, I can actually talk to Ooh. my guides just like this. And then they respond back to me and they tell me things or they just touch my face. Uh, but uh, when she put that on, I asked her about it. What is that? She says it's called binaural beats. I said, I've never heard that. So I tried it at home. But what I did was I put it on my phone. I went to YouTube, found binaural mm. beats. I found one that I played a different couple of different ones, and I thought one that just felt right with me. And then I would ask, I said, is this the right one? They'd tell me yes. I said, okay. I put it on, connected to a Bluetooth speaker. So what I did at that point, being a musician, I put it in the corner of the room. That way it would it would come out and kind of engulf the entire mm -hmm. room, which is I'm in. And then the next, you know, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's pretty remarkable. Um, for those that may not be familiar with the concept of binaural beat, basically what it is is two frequencies fed to each side of your brain. So one frequency going to the left ear, one frequency going to the right ear, 
and your brain, because of the separate oscillations going on, uh, derives a third frequency from the sum of those two. Right. Um, and that third frequency is your desired frequency, whether it's alpha waves to help you get to sleep or delta waves to help you during deep sleep or, you know, beta waves for creativity when you're awake. Um, there's, there's gamma, beta, alpha, theta, delta. Those are the five bandwidths of human brainwave activity. Would you say that's why people have to use, um, white noise sometimes just to go to sleep? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and especially because there are, there are some people out there, uh, Daniel that, and I'm one of them who are hyper, hyper sensitive in their hearing. Um, it's a blessing and a curse. Are you a Uh, light sleeper? uh, I am not a light sleeper. Once I'm asleep, (laughs) I'm a light guy. It can be hard for me to get to sleep. If there's something that I'm hearing, um, very hard for me to get to sleep because it starts taking on rhythmic patterns in my head, uh, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. Um, I see so many spirit during the day and the nighttime. Again, it just never turns off for me. Even like yeah, yeah. my eyes, I see more. But it, with my eyes open, I see them just as well. I just see them clear with my eyes closed. But mm. in the darkness, I keep my room completely dark so I can see yeah. everything. But uh, but I have to take medicine just to go to sleep at night because if I don't, because there's no time and space there, they just talk to me. Yeah. And they will keep you awake. They're, they just go, 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 you know. But yeah. We have to go to sleep, so I have to medicate myself with just some uh, like Z-Quil or something like that mm, just to, to totally. stay asleep. But yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm a light for, sleeper. For me, it's the fact that I've spent over half my life training my ears to hear minutia, to hear tiny little details that are wrong sure. and things like that. Um, as an audio engineer, so yeah, yeah, uh, and that's what I old... pick up from the uh, from the uh, binaural beats. I hear our, little... yeah. And and there are some people, believe it or not, Daniel, who um, I have a friend whose wife, uh, he was like, I love your stuff, man. Like, I listened to it whenever I was on the road all the time. And I came home um, for the first time coming off the road and was there with my lady and putting it on as I went to sleep. And she couldn't deal with it. <laughs> she couldn't handle it. Um, yeah. There are some people where uh, where it literally feels like somebody is like taking something and wiggling it inside your ear right. with the and it's strange. Um, there are some people who the binaural beat um, is too much for their brain and and activates them in a different way where it unnerves them. Right. Um, it's it's interesting. Uh, but like if, taking medicine, we think, you know, one, sure. this one medicine is, is across the board, but it, it affects people in different ways. It does. It does. And, and it's nothing that, you know, it, it will be of any harm or anything like that. It just, it, uh, when you listen to it, it's like, wow, yeah, that doesn't relax me. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. was her exact reaction. Like, yeah, that doesn't relax me at all. That that's kind of annoying. Like, when I was I young, I used that. to listen to a radio when I would go to sleep, and I mm. had no problems. Now I can't even do that. Yeah. But the binaural beats, I play that, and I'm out like a light. Well, well, and that's just it. For me, it's the fact of uh, they help me focus on something that's not what's going on outside. Because uh, at least in our old house, things like that, um, it was an older older place. And, yeah, I could I could hear neighbors talking on their back patio. 
in our bedroom. Sure. <laughs> like it was, and my wife would be like, I can't believe you can hear them right now. Yeah. And, and I would, I would be like visibly shaken Daniel with the fact of like, my God, please, it's 1am. Please go to bed. Yeah. Like, please I, I go I to bed. I hear thing. you I, like you are in my bedroom right now. I hear the people outside. It sounds like they're talking <laughs> on a microphone and I can hear yeah. them. What's going yeah. on. Yeah. So, last night I got unnerved because this is the first time it had happened in our neighborhood since we've been here for a year. But I heard, I heard right down the street somewhere, 12 gunshots go off at 12 oh. o'clock at night last night. And I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for a bullet to come through. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, I, I don't know if anybody else heard it, but I sure heard it. Well, well, and and, and that's kind of what I was bringing up a while ago, Daniel, is that our, our brains have a yes, we are frequency beings we all participate in the divine uh we we are all unique in that way however um our brains our our physical organ in there has evolved to amplify bad things it's yeah. strange um because we learn through bad lessons you know yeah, we learn how fire's hot don't touch fire that's right. a survival thing Right. You know, so our brain kind of wants to live in this state of survival mode. Um, and it's very comfortable there. It's very, very pliable there. It remembers things well in that state. And yeah. it's more than willing to forget things it doesn't need in that state. Um, but the problem is that is a that is a not necessarily a high frequency state to right. live in. That is a high intensity state yeah, to live in. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree because you're you know you're around some people and you, you will hear something and and somebody look at you and like you didn't hear that. Well, and it's not even that. It's the it's the all permeation that we have now, Daniel. Um, I'm I'm almost fifty now. Uh, or you? 50, <laughs> be fifty in a year and a half. I know. I know. Uh, I'm fifty six. So um, you're but, okay. But I remember a day and age before www. <laughs> I yeah, remember yeah. a day and age before a dial tone on the end of a modem. Yeah. Um, I remember a day and age when I didn't know what was happening in Poughkeepsie today, Daniel. Right. Um, I remember a day all... and age when if I wanted, I, I didn't sit around staring at a phone all day because I was outside playing. The phone was on the uh, wall in my kitchen. I remember a day and age when the television stopped broadcasting. Daniel. When you got the snow. When it when, when it you got signed the off, the screen. Yeah. when it and signed beep, off, you know, you know, um, and and that's the thing. Our brains are inundated, yes, inundated with information, and our brain is designed to disseminate and filter this information for survival first. Yes, you know. So the first thing it wants to do is be in a state of survival. The first thing it wants to do is be in a state of panic, so that we have regularity. <laughs> to be over here and we have to kind of fight that biological instinct right when i heard those calm down i was like what i was like i just stood yeah still, yeah know, waiting and for something else to happen it is it is our natural state as an animal to protect to to be on guard and yeah. and to find a way to relax your brain is hard to yes. find a way to step out of that is hard to find a way to to break the trance of the little black mirror in your hand <laughs> right. um, yeah, is hard. Box. It's yeah. hard, you know, and 
Because um, we again, even with phones, we have trained ourselves. Yeah. We have, we're trained our, trained our children to do the same thing. When you walk through the grocery store and you see your, a kid who's two years old playing with your your mom's phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we and, did that. and, and that's just it. And it doesn't take long. It does not take long for that to take root. It also doesn't take long for us as human beings to forget, to forget things like sacred frequencies, to forget right. things like frequencies heal you. Right. You know, um, there were there were reasons why ancient cultures got around and sang song. Sure around a fire and it, it wasn't just to celebrate something frequently it was for religious purpose it was for right. medical purpose right. things like that um like how people do drum circles these days yeah yeah things. they do even there is even the going theory of the fact of the great pyramids of egypt are a frequency machine that are there to resonate yes the absolutely i do not it. believe they are graveyards or any type of me neither thing. no it's me, a power plant yeah, yeah, it is definitely used for something else uh, than uh, otherwise. Why is the king's chamber like devoid of any sacred script? Right, <laughs> like you're you're dooming that poor man to an existence just in there. He would yes. never go to the stars and go to the afterlife no. um, without all those sacred scripts. Right, uh, right. but so he can take all that physical stuff with him, even though yeah. he doesn't take his own body with him. So well, and you know, um, we have to a be willing to see that yeah. we, have, we have to be willing to uh, literally say the the big phrase nowadays is trust the science daniel just listen to the science i if yeah. you would um then you would understand that we are all 90 percent empty space right. and we are all nothing but energetic vibration right that's i mean the the nobel prize for physics folks went to quantum entanglement yeah went yeah. to basically physical proof of esp right <laughs> what what remote viewers have been talking about for years non-local yes. consciousness yes yes i actually do re remote viewing i don't have any control oh, wow. over it it just turns on yeah yeah it's strange for and me. it just turns on it's it's remarkable though daniel because that that stuff is quantifiable in a lab with numbers and statistics right uh this this is stuff that um we've known about for for years and years yeah uh, i mean even even the concept of binaural beats that was early mid 60s with the monroe institute uh that that came about so um why is it that this technology is just now taking hold in our modern society right. you know um i found out about We're becoming it. more open some of us are becoming more aware yes yeah and and, they, uh, most and they, they want to know how to, Everyone, when I talk when I talk to people, they all want to know. Oh, I wish I had your gift, and I would always tell them, "You just want the cool part. You don't want the other stuff." But, yeah. But they don't know how to get to that point of having it, and uh, and as but as as I tell everyone, but with being a medium, you either have this or you don't. But that yeah. doesn't mean you can't connect with your soul, and well, you can do that. But you have to want to. You have to be committed to do that. You can't just do it sporadically. Yeah. You got to do a. a, a would like the same thing like muscle memory you got to do a regimen and you have to do it all the time that's it that's it and and the thing is you know yes things like binaural beats stuff like that yeah, um no. it's not that they can help you become psychic right Daniel. it's not that they can help you become a medium however right um is every human brain capable of 
ESP of sensory perception beyond itself? Yes. We have it I, all the time. I would firmly People, believe you, so. You think about someone and then actually, you know, they Abs call you on the telephone. Absolutely. What do you think just happened? And, yeah. and you know, or does that mean that everybody is able to communicate with spirits? No. No. I don't, I don't think so. Um, no. However, can binaural beats help you get into a meditative state faster? Yeah. Yes. Can, can they, and, and that's just it. There's a, there's a lot of misconceptions out there with, yes. with people and there is no magic bullet people. I'm sorry. I no. wish I could, I, believe me. I, I wish I could just flash my website on screen and say, buy it now. And I yeah, guarantee you, you will have no these magic results. Diet. That's... No, no magic diet pill either. It's it's <laughs> no. It's pick it's uh, pick up a fork and put down the shovel. That's what that is. It's in and and do the work and do yes. the work and do and what you need to do. It's it's still doing the meditative work, doing the spiritual work. What this is is another tool in your toolbox. Right. Right. Um, when, to when help I used you to, crack. When I tried to do meditation in the very beginning, I would have to just sit quiet. I I would say out loud the word empty like 10 mm -hmm. times and then say it in my mind 10 times and then that would clear me up. But it was still about 30 or 40 minutes before I was clear enough to get anything because as I explained to people, in order to get clear messages, you must have a clear mind. Yeah. Yeah, Empty. precisely. And, uh, you know, I, I have used frequency work for years. Uh, when I first started using binaural beats in my music, it, it wasn't even for therapy Daniel, when I found out about him, I thought it was pretty remarkable that just hearing a tone or a frequency for a certain amount of time could influence the brain and feeling. And sure. um, I was hugely into, like I was saying, uh, uh, subliminal psychology, things like that, subliminal theater, use of, use of subliminal audio, um, right. movies like The Exorcist, things like that, sure. where they used sounds in reverse and down below things to literally stir up emotions in people. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, I would use frequencies that uh, were, were associated with odd feelings, with feelings of being misplaced, um, things like that. And when people were like, wow, that, that music made me feel really weird. I don't know why it was like, all right, cool. Worked. You know, like um, uh, when I some, when I watch TV, my wife and I watch TV. We we put the subtitles on, you know, so, mm. so we can, because we can't always hear exactly what they're saying. But yeah. I, the thing about it, I love it that I think is funny is, uh, is the the it'll come up and it'll say when it's like something scary is supposed to be happening. It's suspenseful says, music plays. Right, creepy music. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because uh, because it sets off the senses. It, it gets you into a state like uh, uh -oh, a prime example that I just realized all of a couple weeks ago. Um, and as an audio engineer and someone who does it for a living, it really blew my mind that I had never heard it before. Um, because I'm usually very present of mind with such things. But my wife and I watched the show Alone from Discovery Channel, where sure. they dump people off in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, she loves that show. I found it when I was on the road. Uh, we've been watching it for years. And just the other day was the first time underneath everything that I heard a heartbeat. Oh, gotcha. Under, underlaid. The person itself. And I have, like I have yet to or... unhear it. I've yeah. yet to unhear it. <laughs> yeah. It's there. It's there present through the whole show. Oh, man.
when anybody's talking about their experience, it's it's just real low. It's below the level of the music. Well, you're going to hear it because and it you're was the like, engineer. You it know? was like, ooh, ooh. And I caught it on a fade out. I caught it on a quick fade where I heard, thum, thum. and I was like, did they throw a heartbeat in? Yeah. Oh, my geez. And I've heard it every episode since. And it's like, that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, because it psychologically sets you in a state yes. of being on edge. It psychologically yes. puts you in a state of being there with them in that experience. It's, You're picking up on it, but not everyone's aware of that they're picking yeah, up on it. Yeah, right? like my wife did not hear it. She did. It took her a long time for me to be like, you hear it? You hear it? There it is. Right there, it's right like, there. <laughs> but it's in little sweet spots where you hear the music fade from one track to another. Sure. Things like that, that you can pick it up. Um and, and and that's kind of the idea with binaural beats because once again if you were um here let me let me give you a prime example here is a pure 40 hertz binaural beat right here um let me play this out so here it is So that is that is a forty hertz binaural beat going. Yeah, that's on. a low. That's a low tone. Not too low, but it's a low tone. Yes, yes. Uh, the the, but the it, range. But it, 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 it brings you in, and you're like, oh, absolutely. You're just kind of sitting there, yeah. like, very, very much <laughs> the lower register of, oh, yeah. Um, and that's what you have to kind of think of as octaves, because even if even if you're talking forty hertz. Um, 40 Hertz is just five registers above eight Schumann resonance, you know, Schumann resonance uh, is right between 7.83 and eight Hertz, um, on the scale. And if you actively listen to that, a Hertz, uh, just so people are aware to put it into music terms, uh, there's BPM, which is beats per minute, right. you know, how many times you hear a thump in a song. Um, but then there's Hertz and Hertz is the cycles per second. So it's basically the beats per second right. that you're hearing. Um, a prime example with of that is... those low tones, do you think that's why all, like the singing monks always come out? Yeah, with that, oh, exactly, exactly. Deep throat oh, Tibetan singing, things yeah. like that. Um, very much in that range. And the human hearing itself is only 20 hertz below the tone that you were just hearing. Right, but when that when that was playing... Maybe because of me, uh, I, being me, I didn't just get the, the yeah. hearing of it. I got it within mm -hmm. me too. It felt, oh, yeah. it felt like my body was just like, you're stuck oh, and you can't move. Oh, because of it, yes, because it's it's very low, uh, right. 40 hertz, uh, 80. It, just so you know, like a, a prime example would be the, the equalizer in your car, bass, mid, treble. Um, everything 100 hertz and below is bass. Right. So... Um, and your human hearing basically starts at 20 hertz. So that is, once again, just above the level where you can hear it and right. more at the level where you feel it. You feel it. Um, another good example of that would be a cat purr. The part that you feel of a cat purr right. is, is 8 hertz. That's, that's right at what that's Schumann about. resonance is, yeah. the, the same as the Earth's heartbeat. Um, which is what they attribute to a lot of a cat's healing quality 
is is the actual frequencies and octaves of the frequencies of its purr. Um, you ever use any of those those purrs oh, in your binaural? Absolutely, binaural absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I use when you do that. So when you're compu- composing this music, mm-hmm. do you take outside sources to put into that as well beyond just doing sounds on a on a uh, on a keyboard or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I incorporate um, a lot of live stuff inside of my music. Uh, uh, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the track off of my album Meditations for Cosmic Journey or Music for Meditation and Cosmic Journeys. Uh, Theta Realm, 528 hertz. That is one of my favorite sounds in the world. Cicadas. Oh. The sound of cicadas singing. Yeah. I, I grow up in Texas. Um, I guess we've been over a hundred degrees for a month now. I think it's like a hundred and five out today. Yeah, um, that, that's that's what it is today. The, the cicadas are twenty four seven right now. Right, it's so just you constant. don't hear anything but that. Right, it it's constant. Um, yeah, but but I would guess just like anything else, when it's constant like that, eventually it just becomes part of your day. Yeah, it it's you, it's background it noise. Yeah, it's kind of background noise filtered. And it, it's it's interesting because when you're talking meditation, Daniel, um, much much the same way that some people can't handle binaural beats, some people meditate to different things. I have a friend that meditates to the sound of streets. Okay. Like he grew up in a major metropolitan area, right? Like, like in, New, in like downtown, who say they live in New York. They yeah. go, go to the country. They can't sleep because yeah. they're used to that. How sound. often the train come by? So often right. you don't even notice. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, um, yeah. you'll notice it your whole life, but to them it's background noise and it's comforting. You know, um, for me that that sound is racket. For him, yeah, it's that would a, drive me insane. It's soothing. It's soothing. Same thing. I had a friend move from Maine, and his first summer, he freaked out. He had never heard cicadas. He didn't know what the heck this critter was. He was like, "What the hell is that yeah, sound? Is, yeah, what is that?" I was like, "That that's a cicada." He's like, "What?" I was like, well, you may have heard him, locusts. And I, I caught one and showed him, and it, he was like, oh, my God, that thing sounds weird. Um, to me, it's comforting. It's like the sound of crickets when I go camping. Right. You know, um, and there are some people that that drives crazy. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry, folks, but there are some <laughs> tracks that I do that have crickets. There are, some, yeah. <laughs> there are some tracks that I do that have cicadas. And, yeah, I will go out with a high-definition recorder and my really nice microphones and climb up put them in a tree that I know has cicadas in it regularly sure. and, and I will wait. I will, I will wait like a fisherman with my record right. button. Wait for it to happen. <laughs> yeah. The, and and I, I, I would have to imagine the anticipation drives you crazy, you know? Um, it's, it's kind of like being a wildlife photographer though, yeah. Daniel, where it's like, you're, you're waiting for that shot. I, I can it. I akin it very much to when I first started in video. Uh, I did a lot of, mitzvahs and weddings i worked for a big mitzvah and wedding house um and though it may seem formulaic uh there is a process to shooting that and there's a wonderful process to shooting that and you just got to know it's all right it may look like i'm doing nothing no 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 i am stalking my shot right now you're waiting i know what is coming yeah, you're, you're you're waiting. You're waiting, just waiting. Your, because they're your prey. That's what. It's. <laughs> well, it's the fact of like, I'm here. My gear's ready. I know the shot's gonna happen. Like, this happens at every one of them. 
<laughs> you know, it's like, just a matter of when it's going to happen. They're going to put them up on the chair. Yeah. They're all getting in a circle. They just brought out a chair. Right. I just have to wait now. Yeah. Here comes, um, the, here comes it, the climax. It's here comes awesome. the good content. And, <laughs> yes. and it really is, you know, as some of that is just knowing the moment, knowing what you're recording. Um, some of it is, yes, being at the right place, the right time. Sure. Uh, there are also some where people are like, my God, how did you get that incredible definition of crickets singing? And I tell them the truth of, well, I went out and I bought three dozen crickets and I put them in a paper bag. Right. And then I put you a microphone in the bag. Studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I put a microphone in the bag and then I put them in a dark closet and I waited. Right. <laughs> and then crickets just do what they do in the dark. Yeah. They're they going to do what they singing. do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I try to incorporate things from the world around us into our music or into my music. I, I try to even even uh, frequencies of the planets, things like that. There's an album cool. that I am busy remastering right now, Ecliptic, um, that I wrote many, many years ago. I did not have the skill set that I do now. So I'm kind of retooling some sure. of that. Sure. But uh, made very much with the intent of people who do, who do planetary and astrologic meditation. Like right, right now, where, where Saturn is huge in our night sky and, and very, very close to us. Um, yeah, being able to listen to the frequencies of Saturn, things like that, and utilize those as part of your meditation could help you tune into it that. a bit more. Yeah, I get that. I had a... With, with this ability that I have, it, it changes all the time. And mm. there was a time I I was at the chiropractor's office. I was about to get out of my truck. And as I put both of my feet on the ground, I had to stop for a moment because I was, I could feel I could feel the vibration of the earth coming up into my legs. And I was like, what's going on here? And I jumped back to my truck. And when I did, I was yeah. fine again. As soon as I put my feet back down again, I felt this vibration. It overtook me and it, it just threw me for a loop, but it, it was just something I needed to get used to having now, and now I'm used to it, but it yeah. freaked me out at first. It, it can, you know, and it, it's kind of like when you, when you first get into vivid dreaming, things like that, and you realize like, oh, wait a minute. Um, There's something else going on here. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, binaural beats can definitely help you reach those states a sure. little bit faster. Um uh, I, I definitely, uh, that, that's partially what Theta Wave uh, or Theta Realm, my track that we were just talking about, was, was written for, uh, was to help people re reach places of either ecstatic prayer or lucid dreaming yes. in their work. Yeah, it helps me get into meditation very quickly, within a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't take long. But again... I've been doing that for a few years now. So like you say, you know, as soon as you turn it on, that mm. the whole muscle memory thing, my body, my soul knows exactly what to pick up on. And it does very quickly and it doesn't take very long. And then yeah. while I'm meditating, I just, I keep that music playing. And, and But eventually things start coming in and that's just kind of background noise now and yeah, but it but it keeps me in that state. Absolutely, and I mean one of the one of the big communities that I have gotten involved with over the last few years, Daniel, uh, is the targeted individual community. 
people who basically suffer Havana type Havana syndrome yes uh, type symptoms uh, claims of gang stalking um, all kinds of horrible horrible things and loss of sleep uh, constant tinnitus things like that and I, I wrote an album uh, to help people like I had so many requests from targeted individuals asking me to write them a piece of music to help them sleep sure that I actively just wrote an album for that. So how do you <laughs> um, know exactly what to write for that? Where, a lot of, where do you come up with that, the ideas? A lot of that comes from uh, whenever somebody contacts me, I ask them what they are having problems with. Are you having right. problems with brain fog? Are you having problems, you know, sleeping, socializing? Or are you having digestive issues? You know, uh, things like that, because they're uh, much like... Um, light therapy things like that the 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 whole realm of frequencies uh can be used audio wise so but so from doing it as long as you have been doing it now you know which frequencies which hurts to use at particular moments that are going to make the changes for what they need yeah and there and there have been numerous studies done over decades and decades from researchers scientists things like that i've i've collected tons of studies and different uh different medical journals things like that that people have used these frequencies for different things um this was beyond the veil with daniel jackson with composer christopher jordan with part one of frequencies for your mind for more information about christopher visit his website at artofchristopherjordan.com Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.